Radio. Everybody, this is episode 189 of the Dark Windows podcast. My name's Kevin. Uh, uh, I'm Kevin too. And if this if this is your first time joining us, welcome. Um, I it mean, might be you, your last. Probably. Know. I mean, realistically, we did drop in. Uh, we did drop our rating in uh, iTunes Romania, where uh. we dropped 23 ranks, and we're still number 58. So. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Have we done something to offend the Romanians? Maybe. We don't pick on them as much as we do the Italians or the Canadians. So, I... you know, I don't know. Fuck you and your goulash or whatever you guys make. I don't know. Romanians seem cool. And eventually we're going to talk about one, but just not at the moment. So, but yeah, if this is your first episode. Uh, you kind of caught us in the middle of the road trip, but uh, this week we're going to... Uh, the Great Lakes state of Michigan. But the question is, are they really that great? I think so. I don't know. we got a pretty cool lake. A couple of them. Yeah, but they're a lot bigger. Well, we have one that was considered to be for the the next Great Lake. If they were, if they were going to name another one, it would have been ours. But it's true. You know, but uh, so most states and uh, – Blech, let's start that again. Most of the state is between 50 and 1,000 feet above sea level, or lake level, at the, in this case. Um, but the most notable thing about the state is that part of it isn't connected to Michigan itself. Uh, there's a place that people from Michigan, I don't know what the fuck to call you guys, um, you refer to as the, as the UP, the Upper, Upper Peninsula. Peninsula. Yeah. Um, also, the home of a great band called the Upers that my... Uh, adoptive grandfather used to listen to all the time. They are fucking hilarious. Hmm. Um, so that part's actually connected to Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And I'm kind of waiting for the war where Wisconsin just decides to take it for themselves um, to do whatever they do, like build more subpar cheese factories. Um, yeah. Fuck you, Wisconsin. Fight me. Yeah. Bring it. We'll get to you. We'll get to you eventually once we hit W. Ready for some fun facts? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you are. So, this town's name, I'm going to pronounce it colon, because that's how it's spelled. Okay. It's C-O-L-O-N. It's spelled colon, so. It's uh, not colon. It's colon. Asshole capital of Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) So, colon is the world's largest supplier of magic supplies. Okay. Yeah. So I would not have thought that, but that's okay. Who the fuck would have? (laughs) I mean, who the fuck would go? You know, that that town, they make a lot of good magical supplies there. Best fake doves you've ever seen that come out of wands. <laughs> uh-huh. Fantastic. Uh-huh. Quarters that you can put cigarettes through, they make it all there. Chattering teeth, you know, the fucking 75 yards worth of okay. scarves. So when I'm thinking of magic supplies, I can't, Wow. See, I wasn't thinking that. Not Magic the Gathering supplies, dickhead. No, 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 no. That's in fucking Seattle. Yeah. No, no. What I was thinking of was like, you know, uh, fucking witches and wizards and all that No, no. We're like like stage magicians. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh. Okay. I mean, I I was thinking something else. (sighs) 
Listen, I've been playing a little bit too much Skyrim. Okay? Well, so have I, and you know, <laughs> and we killed the wizard. We've stated more than once: practitioners of magic and necromancy die on sight. <laughs> we have a standing order of "you will die." It's not so much an order as it is a drive, a compulsion to okay. kill magi- kill mages. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Even harps worse. What's it's even marks them more for death if they happen to be a high elf. Yeah, because the elves are scum. In all forms. You know what's really sad? Is we still talk about an, a, a fucking uh, 11-year-old game like it just came out. I don't care. It's fucking fun. I know. I love it with all my heart. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've been playing it for goddamn months. 11 fucking years. Oh, I've had it on. on, oh Jesus, PS3, Xbox 360, PlayStation 4, uh, Xbox One. I've got it on my Switch, and I've not got it on the Xbox again. So I've had it seven fucking times. Bethesda has gotten full price Skyrim out of me seven motherfucking times. Yeah. And you know what we've gotten in return for it? A dog shit Fallout game recently. That's it. Mm, well, Fallout 76 was terrible. Yeah, but they're 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 on you know, the works for a new one. A new, uh, a new Skyrim. Elder, Elder Scrolls? That's new great, because my Scrolls. son will be old enough to buy it by the time it's done. Maybe. Maybe. So, fucking, I hope Starfield's good. But hey, uh, hey, hey, whoa, whoa. What's, the, what's wrong with that, though? Listen, you will have a son to no, sit down No, what I'm saying is it will play. be a new release when he is old enough to buy a game rated M for Mature. At 17, this game will have just come out. No. We'll I'm telling that. you. We'll be that far. You watch. Anyway. <laughs> the city of, of Novi... Got its name by the fact uh, for the fact that it is the well, it was at one point the number six stagecoach stop. Hence, NO being the abbreviation for number, which doesn't make sense because there's a fucking O in it. And then the Roman numeral for six, which is VI. So you put the two together and you get an OV because we're real lazy naming places. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Huh. They, 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 they worked real hard at that Apparently, one. they didn't kill enough Indians in the area to name a t- name the town after the tribe that they wiped out, like oh. they do everywhere else. Yeah. Um, or just name it from something back east more. Well, there's other options, too. Because Michigan is one of the only states to have ever, to have ever flown the flag of four different countries. Those being France, England, Spain, and then America. Save the best for last. Obviously. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Michigan is also, uh, let me rephrase that. Michigan also has the most freshwater shoreline in the world. Yeah. Not just in the country, in the world. Because it's completely surrounded. By freshwater lakes. On three sides. Yep. And it's all freshwater lakes. Mm-hmm. Um, like Florida, like, oh, they're surrounded on three sides by ocean water. Then they're surrounded on the other side by meth heads. <laughs> <laughs> No. The meth heads are pushing towards the sea like fucking scratchy Tecumseh. <laughs> by like Florida, uh, is it by Georgia and uh, Alabama. But to get to Georgia and Alabama, you have to fight through the meth heads and the panhandle. Well, that's if you're coming, if you're going up through. Not How else know, would you do it? If you're coming down from like above. You can't, you can't force them to the sea. If you, if you corner them, they turn into like wild animals and just. First off, A. Sherman did force them to the sea. He forced Native Americans to the sea. He didn't do it with meth heads. No, she with did it with, He did it with the, the goddamn, uh, 
the Confederates. That's he fine. Their asses the down. Confederates also didn't have fan boats and methamphetamine. That's true. I don't think he'd stand a chance anymore. Mm, probably not. But he did burn the living shit out of oh, Georgia. Yeah, yeah we, we talked about that last week, actually. When we when we come up with our Magic the Gathering yes. <laughs> creatures for uh-huh. uh, the Civil War. He's tap definitely... To, tap two mountains. <laughs> tap burn. two land, burn Atlanta to the ground. No, it's tap two mountains, because mountains are fire. Doesn't matter. Like, it's, it's tap know. two mountains, burn Atlanta. If it's burn in a Atlanta. red deck, dummy, it's going to be mountains. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. But you have to be spe- specific, though. Not really. Yes, because if you say if you say tap two land, okay, that could be two forests, two desert, two water, two uh, There's no no, island. Sorry, island. You you you're not going to do a red blue deck. It's just stupid. Uh, it's just dumb. No, you do like a red black deck or red green. Red green, yeah. Yeah, you know, okay. red white. Do all that. You, red blue doesn't make sense. Fire and water. Fuck hey. out of here. Anyway, you can though. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Uh, <laughs> Frankenmuth is home to the world's largest Christmas store. It's also a place that my in-laws go every summer now. They go out there in their uh, their electric car in the camp. You got a big Oktoberfest that they do in like July. Okay. Pretty rad. Yeah. They go out <laughs> in camp and they have a lot of fun. <sighs> you ready for some real dumb laws? And some of these, some of these might be the dumbest we've ever seen. Oh yeah. It's illegal to be drunk on a train. Okay. Not not illegal to get drunk on a train. So the loophole here is, I think you can be sober and get on the train and then get drunk, but I don't think you can get onto a train drunk. Hold on, say that again. It's illegal to be drunk on a train. Okay, so you can't be drunk. You can't be get drunk on the train because that's being drunk on a train. Fuck you, whatever. Aha! Uh-huh. Semantics. Well... You're not Jewish enough to be a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Definitely not. In Clausen, it's against the law to quote-unquote sleep with farm animals if you are a farmer. But again, loopholes. Doesn't say anything about regular folk fucking your your livestock. True. But it also doesn't say anything that if you're a farmer, you can't go to the neighboring farm and fuck his chickens. That's true. You just can't have sex with your own farm animals. That is true. So, there's some wiggle room. Okay. If you're curious. Yes. Uh, Detroit has a law in the books that all putt-putt courses must be closed by 1 a.m. Bullshit. It's Detroit. You want to be outside after dark? No. All right. Fine. Fine. (laughs) I'd say 1 p.m. Sometimes those fucking putt-putt matches go a little bit. Be like, we're we're, we're closing shit down now so you don't get stabbed. And for everybody that doesn't know, that's not from this country or doesn't really know anything about it, putt-putt is miniature Miniature golf. golf. And Detroit is one of those shithole countries that President Trump was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that place is fucking scary. Uh, uh, No person shall throw an abandoned hoop skirt into... Into any street or on any sidewalk under penalty of a $5 fine for each offense in Grand Haven, Michigan. Yep. Why? I don't know. I don't understand that. Uh, Only thing I can think is it had to have happened at some point because there's a law against it. Goddamn women throwing their hoop skirts away. (sighs) I don't know what the fuck a hoop skirt is, but whatever. It's just a skirt that has, it's, it's a dress that has a hoop in it. Ah. Oh, yeah, one of those big fancy ones that makes you look like you have a giant ass. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> my personal favorite, and the one we're going to close out our dumb laws on, okay. in Harper Woods, Michigan, it is illegal to paint a sparrow and sell it as a parakeet. <laughs> and again, there has to be. This has to have happened for them to have a law against it. <laughs> yes, yeah, it had to. God damn it, Michigan, you are fantastic. You... I got screwed. I I wanted a I wanted a parakeet. And I got a sparrow. All I can think is it's the blind kid from fucking Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Pretty bird. <laughs> Just fucking Pretty duct tape bird. the thing's head back on. <laughs> Pretty bird. Sold him a bunch of our baseball cards. You know some other stuff. Oh. Dead bird. <laughs> you sold the blind kid our dead bird, Petey? Yeah, he won't, he won't know. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, pretty bird. Oh, fuck. You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? I won't do it, though. No. Some famous folks from Michigan. Okay. The least dangerous man on the planet, Steven Seagal, was born in Lansing in 1952. But that was also after he was born in Tibet and became a ninja master before he was born. You know, he knows what he's doing. He's a fucking joke. Uh, okay. Burt motherfucking Reynolds was born in Lansing, Michigan in 1936. Uh-huh. Rest in peace. Bandit. Yes. Up there getting chased around by fucking... <laughs> Beef for tea justice in heaven. <laughs> Beef for tea justice. <laughs> you some bitch. <laughs> you sound much taller. On the radio. <laughs> I don't know what the hell the goddamn Germans have got to do with it. <laughs> that, that's not uh, me. <laughs> this one's going to rustle some... This, this one will rustle some jimmies. Not even my opinion. I honestly think this is a fact. The world's most boring, undefeated boxer, Floyd Mayweather Jr., was born in Grand, Grand Rapids, Michigan in 1977. I'll agree. I'll and I'll agree. fight him because he can't beat me on points in a street fight. That's true. I'll slap that little fucker <laughs> right around. He's only five foot six, dude. I can put my hand on his head and hold him back. Dude, he'd probably knock you the fuck I'll out. I'll kick him in the dick. It's a street fight. There's no rules. Have you seen how he dresses, by the way? Yeah. All that money, and he can't tell. He doesn't have enough money to hire somebody to tell him he looks like an asshole before he leaves his house. He was at a basketball game in, like, fucking Gucci ski boots. I'm like... Something like that. Do you realize that you look like a child that got dressed in the dark? Yeah. You're a dickhead, and I hate you. And I really wish Manny Pacquiao had beaten you. Just to shut you the fuck up. <sighs> Cheeseburger Eddie himself, Terry Crews, was born in Flint in 1968. I got the fries that'll crush your ass. So he got out of there before the water got bad, I hope. Um, also, my favorite part of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. If you haven't watched that show, you really should. Mm. It's, it's fucking fantastic. He refer, he, his character's name is Terry, and Terry refers to himself in the third person all the time. <laughs> fucking fantastic. Um... Not good skier, Sonny Bono, was born in Detroit in 1935. Yep. Married a woman. She didn't change her last name because she doesn't have one, obviously. Then he face-fucked a tree. So... It happens. Yeah. That's why you don't ski. You don't do anything outside in the winter. Because yeah. everything wants to kill you, including snow and trees. Yeah. Bruce goddamn Campbell was born in Royal Oak, Michigan in 1958. Favorite Bruce Campbell movie? Go. I don't, I don't know. The only correct answer is Army of Darkness. Sorry. Okay. Sure. I, I mean, it's either Army of Darkness or, you know, fucking, uh, oh my God. Uh, why am I drawing a blank here? Uh, my name is Bruce. 
where he plays himself and people think that he's actually Ash Williams. And he, they're like, we need you to like come to our town. Cause there's shit going on here. And he's like, I'm Bruce Campbell. I don't actually you know, do this shit. And they're like, no, but you got to come help us. Cause there's fucking shit going on. And he's somehow, cause he's fucking Bruce Campbell. He figures it out. So, huh? Never Hell of a it. chin. Hell of a chin. God. All right. So you want to lead us off? Oh, sure. Fuck. Yeah, sure. So let's fuck this pig. Yeah. So, um, or Wolverine or whatever they have there. <laughs> Wolverines. Cause yes. they are the Wolverines. Yes. Or Spartans. Or Spartans. Don't ever tell anybody from Michigan that, that they have Spartans there. Cause they will hate you. Why? Because like I don't I don't know anybody that actually likes the Spartans. Like I know tons of people like oh Wolverine's fucking great. There's people that like Michigan yeah, but, State. like went there. All four of them. No, there's a lot more people. Like, like my Michigan cousin's State. ex-husband went there. Went to Michigan. He was a Wolverine. We were talking about Michigan State. Yeah, no, but That's nobody cares. Spartan. Nobody cares. Fuck him. Okay. Did Tom Brady play for the Spartans? No, he was a fucking backup for the Wolverines. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, uh, he's uh-huh. just an asshole in the NFL. Uh, uh, yeah, who's unretired. Yeah, again, his fucking retirement lasted less time than the baseball lockout did. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Well, did it really, though? It did. It was shorter by about a week. Because he was probably sitting at home and he went, God damn it, I have to deal with these kids now? Yeah, nope, nope, going huh. back. <laughs> going back to football. Huh. Can't do it. Ah, I don't it's know. like my wife's hot, but she has no personality. What the fuck am I going to do? I guess I better just go hang out with Gronk. Hmm. I don't know. And not Antonio Brown anymore, because, you know, he's fucking crazy, and I'm assuming quit now. But. So what I'm going to cover is, uh, is uh, uh, the story of a... Uh... Wow. That was a good one. Yeah, I heard that oh. through the microphone. I felt it through the microphone. Yeah. So uh, is the Lake Michigan shark... Scared me for a second. What? Mine also has lake in it, and I was like, "Oh no! <laughs> oh no! We do the same thing." No, it's a shark. I told you that. That's true. I didn't think um, what I was doing, but supposedly there's a shark. Okay. Now, um, this one is one of those stories where few people have ever heard of it, but the ones uh, who have will swear up and down that it really happened and that they somehow know a person who knows a person who is related to a person yep. who can verify it yep and we have plenty of those you wouldn't know the shark because you went to a different school anyway exactly so. if you knew only if you knew the shark then you would know the shark but anyway so uh is a true quote-unquote modern legend that has uh Operated exactly as it should. It spreads like wildfire at uh, random intervals and is unable to be sourced by those who are telling it. Uh, it w- has performed this way since 1975 and zero signs of stopping anytime soon. This particular incident happened in 1955. Um, and the victim is was uh, in the, the whole story of it is a boy named George Lawson. Okay. Who was reported to have been bit on the leg. And the culprit, I guess, was most likely to be a bull shark. Which kind of is weird because... Yeah, it really that's is. That's a long goddamn way. And I'm also looking at it, and <laughs> I don't know how it would have got there. Like, 
There's uh, I, there's no inlet for it to get upstream far enough to get there. I don't. Because it's not like the Miss like uh, there's definitely there's been shark attacks reported in the Mississippi River, and that's a very unfortunately that's it's not a, a not bullshit like it, it happens, but there is there's no. I, I'm not seeing a fucking inlet to this lake anywhere. So yeah, so let's kind of get into the story. And now this is this story. I'm I'm reading it verbatim from um this uh, Pine Barren Institute. Com hey, site. I got mine from Pine Barren Institute also. Yeah. So here's the story. Um, this was actually uh, written into a um, a book that's called um, Man-Eating Sharks, a terrifying compilation of shark attacks, shark facts, and shark legend by uh, Felix Dennis. Okay, so here it is. One of the most astonishing shark attacks on record took place in 1955 when George Lawson, a Chicago boy, was attacked while taking a swim in Lake Michigan. Rescuer John Adler, who hauled the the boy minus most of his right leg into a boat, said, I just couldn't believe it, but I had to believe what I saw happening right before my eyes. When the doctors found... The dreadful injuries by Law- on Lawson, they had no hesitation in proclaiming that it indeed was shark bite. Others who had witnessed the attack saw the uh, fish heading back. Oh, I'm sorry. Others who had witnessed the attack saw the fish heading away back into the deep deeper parts of the lake. Its passage marked by a uh, telltale dorsal fin. Okay, so I stand corrected. The, you do have the you have the Deplane River that goes into the lake, but that's that's a long fucking way because that that comes off of um that, it has to it has to it had to have been if 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 this is true to or to be believed it would have to have swam up from up the Mississippi up into the Mississippi. there, but dude, that's a long fucking way, and that. I mean, it's got it's going through like locks and shit. Like, uh, I mean, it, it would it would go directly under the Chicago Riverwalk, which I'm pretty sure. Obviously, this didn't happen recently, but I don't know, man. That's that seems. It's not it's not out of the question that it happened because it definitely could have, but that's a long fucking way. Yeah, I mean, according to what I saw. The furthest north is Alton, Illinois. And that's, uh, I mean, that's not much further south than Lake Michigan, but where the fuck is Alton anyway? I, I know we have listeners in Illinois, that in uh, Illinois or wherever, that'll be like, uh, no, dummy, it's not that far away. It's just, well, it's 15 miles north of St. Louis. Oh, yeah, so it's right there. It's like, yeah. I mean, so, that's, I mean that's a little ways that's, away. That's doable. You know, yeah, uh, but that's that's a way. It's it's still quite a distance. Yeah, that's true, but it's still possible. Uh, it's just it's a it, it is a long friggin' way to go. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, sorry, but didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, I'm just, no, uh, I mean, I'm intrigued by the logistics of this happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I don't know. It's kind of weird. 
I mean, unless there was some kind of major flooding. Yeah, there would to, have to be a lot of flooding, I think. But. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, let's see. Uh, what, what kind of... Okay, I'll continue on here. So what kind of shark would have traveled the thousands of miles necessary through freshwater rivers and lakes to get to um, Lake Michigan? Well, there is one species well known for aggressiveness and also for its liking of fresh and brackish waters. The infamous Carcanus uh, lecus, often known, often, also often called Carcanus springer, bull shark. Yep. Um, the the most one of the most aggressive species of sharks in the world. Yeah. Matter of fact, they're the basis for fucking jaws, not great whites. Yep. Yeah, and that actually happened in uh, New, uh, New Jersey. New Jersey. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. A couple Just of times. Of... A couple of times over the course of a few days. There was yeah. like three or four attacks. But it was uh, similar to this. Yeah. Um, which was a boy was swimming and he got fucking bit. Right. Um, um in a in a uh, canal, I think. Yeah, you know, he was he was in like a small like a small river, not quite like a big ass river, but uh. You I know? thought it was like a little canal or something off of, uh, like Hoboken or something. It like might that. have been. I don't really remember. Regardless of of the story uh, featured in this book is true or not, could there actually be any truth to the overall theme? Could it be possible for a shark to not only make it into Lake Michigan but also somehow find a way to survive and thrive? Well, yeah. it is well, it is well known. That bull sharks do occasionally make it up to the Mississippi, and have been found in states such as Missouri and Illinois. There is zero evidence that a large and aggressive bull shark, around six feet, the kind that would have been responsible in the George Lawson story, has ever made it past all the river gates and harbor locks into Lake Michigan. But just because large sharks have never made it into the lake does that mean that the little ones can't get in either well to possibly answer the question let's take a look at a newspaper article from sheboygan wisconsin i love that word (laughs) Uh, sheboygan yeah it's a great one it's like walla walla or kalamazoo yeah just goofy ass names i love them uh this is uh published way back in 1969 According to the Sheboygan Press, sometime during the last week of April 1969, two men from Milwaukee ventured onto Lake Michigan in order to catch uh, coho salmon, which are pretty f- good-sized yeah, salmon. Yeah, coho salmon are pretty good. Yeah. Um, they also get uh, Chinook salmon in yeah. uh, Lake, Shan- uh, Lake Champlain. Chinook. Whatever. Not Chinook. Whatever. Uh, but they get those there, too, yeah. in uh, Lake Michigan. I almost said Lake Champlain, but... Yeah, I think no. I think I could be wrong on this, but I think they get uh, Atlantic salmon too, because I think they swim out, out in from uh, um, 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 oh god damn it, Saint Lawrence Seaway. I think I could be wrong. For Lake Champlain, maybe Saint Lawrence Seaway doesn't go. Yeah, it, it does. does. It. I'm pretty sure. Could be wrong. I'm, I'm looking. If I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm looking to make sure. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I thought um, it did. I thought it flowed all the way through. No. No, it doesn't. Those those big lakes are pretty isolated. Um, 
But no, the, the St. Lawrence Seaway comes down through, like, Quebec and right into Champlain. Mm. Well, anyway. Champlain and uh, Lake Ontario. Yeah, I told you. But not Lake Michigan. Yeah, but they're connected, though. No, they're not. They're decidedly not connected. Michigan and Huron are connected slightly, but Michigan and, and, and uh, Ontario are not. Ontario and Erie are closer to being connected, but huh. no, I mean, they're, no. Well, they're connected to, like, like, like little, like, spillways and stuff. Yeah, no, like... I mean, that would be a long way from... Lake Ontario is, is connected to nothing. Like, no, it, it's connected through a spillway into uh, Lake Erie, but they're not... Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> so, let's see. Uh, the article states that while out on the, in their boat, about two miles from shore... Gil uh, Sharnak and Carl Lukovitz caught... Uh, Could you have any more Michigan, uh, fucking Wisconsin names than those two? I don't know. Uh, caught, they caught sight of something odd floating on the surface of the lake. The object, which had a large seagull sitting on top of it, was first assumed to be a strange-looking sturgeon. But as the men got closer and the seagull flew away... They could see that their original assumption was wrong. There floating in front of them was the 10-pound body of a 2-foot, 5-inch shark. Knowing uh, what it, what they had just come upon was extremely rare and probably the first of its kind. The two men pulled the shark into the boat and headed back to shore. After setting foot on dry land once again... The pair headed over to the Milwaukee Public Museum in order to speak with an expert and have their find verified. Unsurprisingly, it didn't take long for the museum uh, ecologist, Gerald Ludwig, to verify that the men indeed uh, possess an actual shark. But none of the museum staff could figure out, though, was... Exactly how it got into Lake Michigan and how long it had been there. Well, hmm. I mean, once once they go, they, like they've been known to when bull sharks are pups, they've been known to be in fresh water for a long freaking time. Right, and they they have the that filtration system with their gills specifically that they can survive in either or. And once a shark gets into Lake, uh, like God damn it, why do you say Lake Champlain? Uh, Lake Michigan, it's got plenty of food. Yeah. I mean, you've got large fish. You've got birds. What is it? Uh, there's a lake over... So I was watching... Um, I think it was Deadliest Catch, I think, where um, Jeremy Wade, he was talking... Uh, talking with some locals, and they were talking about um, a shark. And he's like, what? This is a great lake. This is, this is like a... A freshwater lake. Yeah. How can there be? Because um, there is. And it turns out that they actually, like, uh, got in there somehow, and they just kind of, like, stayed around, and they adjusted. That that could also be a, uh, um, like, an invasive thing where somebody had, some douchebag had one as a pet, and once it got too big for the tank, they're like, oh, fuck. Well, no, because it, 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 <clears throat> it does connect with the, the ocean. You oh, know? okay. It can, they can swim in. But I mean, Fair. but it's just it, it. I don't know. They they kind of like just stayed in there for a long time. But like, but he but he caught 
um, a bull shark. But again, uh, it, once you have <clears throat> the environment that they can survive in yeah. and a food source, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind God of... forbid you ever get a breeding population in there, then you're in some mm-hmm. deep, like seriously deep shit. Because they'll eat everything in there. Yeah, I mean, so basically, having a having a shark in, uh, you know, Michigan is kind of just like another one of those lake monsters that, right? You know, <clears throat> a believable one. At yeah, least. but you know, it's kind of like there's there's so many lake monsters that have popped up throughout history in in um, Lake Michigan, right? You know, <clears throat> so I mean, it's just you know. The other thing is, Lake Michigan has some freshwater predatory fish in there that gets pretty sizable. Because um, yeah. you get you have pike and you have muskies that both get pretty big. Matter of fact, the largest... But, but salmon get bigger. Right, but salmon aren't necessarily predatory. Yeah, they kind of are. Pike and muskies have been known to attack people over the years. Um, the largest muskellunge, which are muskies, mm-hmm. ever caught in Lake Michigan was 50 pounds, 8 ounces. That's a big fucking fish. Wow. So, I mean, you got to figure that's probably, <clears throat> I don't know, bare minimum five, six feet long. And they are aggressive. Like, yeah, that, that could easily attack somebody and you think you're getting attacked by a shark. True. You know? Yeah, it's just crazy. But, I mean, whether it's, it's true or not, it's just kind of uh, rather interesting that, you know, that... Uh, you know that they're they're there and yeah, I mean, or they're not there. But. And I mean, of all the other sea monsters, like lake monsters, lake monsters, where you get, oh, it's a dinosaur or some giant ass eel, or my personal favorite that makes no fucking sense, the one in Oklahoma where there's supposedly a giant octopus in one of their lakes. Yeah. Okay, sure, a giant octopus in a freshwater lake. Um, sharks make the most sense. Hey, we have a fucking giant plesiosaur, supposedly. Yeah, again, doesn't make any sense to me. No. Um, I mean... The the most... To me, the most likely culprit for stuff like that, especially in, uh, in um, Loch Ness, where they've actually found them, they found... Uh, uh, I want to say, again, it was river monsters. He found a Greenland shark in Loch Ness. And, I mean, they don't surface frequently... Or really ever, but the green mottled skin, they're super big. Kind of, you know, if you caught a glimpse of it at the surface for whatever reason, I could see that being, you know, oh, it was a giant fucking dinosaur thing, because they look like it. But... They've been around for a long goddamn time. We also had uh, <clears throat> some variation of beluga whales in Lake Champlain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, I doubt that we still do, but that might explain part of the sonar stuff that they keep getting. Like the echolocation in the lake. I mean, if... Because, uh, well, it does connect into the St. Lawrence Seaway. I right. know that for a fact. Right. Um, I don't know if it's deep enough. Maybe. I mean, beluga whales aren't real big. No. I mean, it's possible that they could come down because, you know, they, they would cut off before the... Um, it cuts off before it gets into like uh, Montreal, where it gets you know kind of really rapidish, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. So it's so I mean, a beluga whale is they're anywhere between thirteen to twenty feet, and they weigh about two thousand pounds. 
But here's the thing. So can, like on the on can the... they can they survive in a freshwater environment? That I don't know. You know, that's uh they can move between saltwater and freshwater. Because hmm. I mean, if you think about it, they don't breathe the water; they breathe air. True. You know. Um, True. But yeah, I honestly, if we're if we're gonna talk about believable lake monsters, I believe sharks for sure. Yeah. If you if you have access like outside access to the ocean, um, I there's definitely predators that are driven well you know enough to go. Fuck it, I'm going inland and finding food. Uh, because we've also had proof of it, so. True. Very, very true. Yeah, so that's that's, that's mine. So what about yours? Oh, well, before we... want to take a break? Why don't you settle down? We're going to take a quick break. I was just going to ask Jeez, you if we want to take a break. all excited. I, I so we've been sitting here talking about fucking sharks, like like six-year-old boys, which yeah, hey. I'm totally fine with, because... There's nothing wrong with Sharks that. are rad. Uh, they are. They scare the shit out of me, but they're really cool. Especially when you see one in a boat when there's goddamn... Shark is half the size of the boat. Oh, what kind of shark was it, though? A basking shark. They won't hurt you. Yes, but still, it was half of the size of the goddamn boat. Yeah, but they won't hurt you, though. They got no teeths. I know. They eat krill and shit. I don't care. It was still half the size of the boat you're on, and the boat you're on is fucking huge. Makes you feel insignificant, doesn't it? Yes. Like, hey, I don't matter. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, so let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll come back and talk about something else, I guess, if we want to. Okay. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. What's up? We're back. Holy shit. It's almost like we never even left. I know, right? Um, so we're going to talk about another lake monster of sorts. Um, so Dewey Lake is one of the 10 lakes in a six mile area known as the Sister Lakes. Uh, the lake itself is about 174 acres, like surface wise. Um, and about 60 feet at its deepest. It's not too far west of, again, a word that we've just mentioned that I love, Kalamazoo, and almost directly across Lake Michigan from Chicago. So it's, it's, it's right in the same neck of the woods here. Okay. Um, like most of the smaller lakes in that area, big time spot in the summer. People are going there, uh, camping, hanging out, doing barbecues and shit, um, catching sunfish and like other lake bass and stuff like that. All kinds, like all kinds of fish in there. Yeah. During the summer of 1964, uh, visitors and locals started noticing things. Some of the locals had started noticing strange sounds in the woods and odd smells here and there, but it wasn't until the sighting started that things got real weird. After word spread that some unfortunate witnesses were attacked by an unknown creature, other witnesses of the monster started coming forward out of the woodwork and reported their stories to the local authorities as well. Former Sheriff Paul Parrish is quoted as saying, It was one of the it was one of the strangest times. We investigated it long and hard, <laughs> uh, but were never able to come up with what it was. But some good, honest, legitimate people reported it. So, can't really argue that something's going on. Yeah. 
Some terrified witnesses claim that the creature was semi-aquatic and it lurked just below the surface of the lake during the day, only crawling out during nightfall to stalk the area looking for food. And again, this is, you know, 1964, so uh, eight, ten years previous, Creature of the Black Lagoon came out, so lake monsters were hot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Lake monster stock was very high. Yes, yes, you know? definitely. Uh, invest in lake monsters until the <laughs> 80s and then don't. Uh, well, I mean, do because, well, ocean monsters then kind of became. Right. Like... So this is this is the weird part as we get into the explanation of what this thing looks like. Okay. They reported that it had, uh, it had scaly skin, large claws like a bear, both gills and lungs. Not exactly sure how you can see its gills or um, its lungs. I mean, you can see gills. Sure, that's yeah. fine. Um, others reported over-exaggerated stories about seeing this monster roaming down the streets t- through the moonlight, smashing windows and flipping cars. Well, that's how they knew it yeah. had lungs. Yeah, right there. Just fucking <laughs> flipping cars over and shit. Just like fuck your car, parking here like an asshole, take, Jim. Take that, you son of a bitch. Fuck you, Jeff. Yeah, your shitty parking spot. Stay in the line, Susan! Fucking rolls that station wagon over. <laughs> this is for using an outboard when you're supposed to be using an inboard. <laughs> Just shitting on people's seats and stuff. Yep. Uh, then there were more rational uh, individuals that stated the creature would probably more in line with that of a Sasquatch or skunk ape due to being already known to locals around the swamp uh, in which the area is. Also, the reports of the creature being nearly 10 feet tall, walking on two legs, and being covered in dark, thick hair most closely resembled Bigfoot than a lake monster. So, in this corner, you have some weird semi-aquatic lizard thing. And in this corner, you have Bigfoot, where you have, you know, like a history of sightings in the entire state in that area of the country in general. Now I know people are going to say both are bullshit. You may very well be right, but which one's less bullshit is the question. Bigfoot, water lizard, man, Bigfoot, water lizard, man. I'm going with Bigfoot as being more potentially real. Than the fucking wait, didn't you just say which was more bullshit? The fact no, that no, no, like water lizard no, man? no, like like I'm, I'm thinking water, water lizard man's more potential versus a uh, fucking you know water yeti. But no, they're they're saying that the people in the Bigfoot corner are saying that it's not actually aquatic. You're just seeing it near the water. These people are like, no, it was straight up creature from the Black Lagoon with bear claws and shit, and just being an asshole on the street. And then the other people are like. Probably Bigfoot. I'm with uh, I'm with Bigfoot people. All right. Because don't get me wrong, love creature of the Black Lagoon. I bought yeah. the T-shirt and everything. Bigfoot's probably more more re- more reasonable, I should say. Um, even though there's a who knows, we we don't know. I'm not going to say there's a good chance neither one exists, but you never know. Despite not knowing exactly what they're dealing with, heavily armed monster hunters and giant giant quotes begin to flock to Dawagic in hopes of solving uh, the mystery and adding new trophies to the wall. 
Locals began to watch the lake area, and police began to patrol more in hopes of not catching, uh, not only catching the unknown creature, but also helping to keep the public safe due to the increased number of armed, I'm assuming crazy people, currently running through the dark searching for monsters. Sadly, though, the, mis- uh, the mysterious thing was never actually caught, obviously, or else of course. we would have fucking known about that. Yeah. Um, but that isn't to say the evidence wasn't found. Parrish stated that local law enforcement officers encountered many large footprints in the area that they even took plaster casts of as evidence, which is good police work for once. We don't get a lot of that on this fucking show. Yeah. Um, and of course, it's never for something important, you know, like catching a serial rapist or something. It's like, fucking Bigfoot, get the plaster of Paris. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he only he only killed three people. Fuck it. It's probably not even the same guy, even though they're all dead the same way in the same area. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah. Not important. Bigfoot. Uh, the casts were not that good, as the sandy, wet soil was not ideal for holding the details of the print. So maybe not. Maybe closer to shoddy police work than good. Uh, with no strong evidence of the cre- of the creature's existence. And with many nights ending without any answers to the mystery, many started to feel the entire thing was completely bullshit. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. As soon as monster fever started, and it ended. We, we've noticed that a lot with these like one-off sightings like this. People get all fired up and they're like, I'm going to fucking find this, whatever the hell it is. And like 45 minutes later, they're like, it's cold out here and I didn't bring any more beer. I'm going home. Uh-huh. You know, uh, the hunters went back without trophies, and the locals and vacationers returned to Dewey Lake to get back to relaxing, as you do. Not everyone feels the Dewey Lake monster was a hoax, as some of the witnesses uh, witness sightings had all the telltale signs of a true Sasquatch encounter. Footprints, hair, smell, you know, your boilerplate, yeah, boilerplate Bigfoot stuff. Yeah. Uh, these were enough to convince many that the monster was real, and it made... Uh, was real, and that it more than likely returned back to the swamp. Well, Probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean... There, there is a lot of people that say that Bigfoot travel along waterways to... Because um, obviously it's a food source. Um, you don't go too far away from water if you don't have to. No. And it doesn't leave tracks if you're walking through, you know, shallow streams and stuff. You know, or sticking close to it where you can get away from, you know. Yeah, but it's also easier, a, a better navigation because you, you know, can stay right. out of sight most of the time. Because, I mean, usually a lot of waterways sit lower, you know, to like a, a road or something. Right. You know, so I you mean. Don't, you don't see many streams on like the ridge of a mountain or something. You know, like right at the very peak of it. No, but I mean, like you don't, but like sometimes you don't, you don't really see like. Well, at least around here, they're not like the the waterway isn't level. No, no, no. With the road, well, that's or somewhat level. I mean, not very far down. Right. I mean, that's a common sense thing. That's why they build roads higher so that when it rains, it doesn't flood them. But yeah, that, but I mean, it's, it's but a perfectly, like around it's here, a good point. But around here, it's you know usually the road is a lot higher. Right. I mean, in some places you can see you know down in, but there's a lot of them that are like down. You know, into gullies and stuff like there, that. There's a place that we went in Maine. Um, we were going up to the aquarium. And you, you're literally driving through the ocean. It's like a bunch, like a series of these tiny little, you know, fucking like 30-foot wide islands. 
Yeah. And the road is level with the ocean. And when the wind blows, it blows water into the fucking road. It's super cool. Like, Shelby had, uh, you know, nervous fucking crazy bullshit going on. But I was laughing my ass off driving through it. It was fun. <laughs> um, so there, there's many other, like, over-exaggerated reports. Uh, and others come across as just sounding completely made up. Uh, and uh, there were some that distanced themselves from the bunch. Um, so I do have a story here about one of you know of one of the sightings okay an unnamed witness of the creature stated that he had uh he had an up close encounter with the dewey lake monster the man stated that he was working on a farm in the area doing seasonal work during the summer of 1964 the witnesses stated that as the day was coming to an uh coming to the close he left uh the other men to go gather some equipment he left back at the tree line of the property um and also to kind of pick up after themselves because you know, people leaving their shit laying around and all that. Yeah. Sun's already kind of going down. And, uh, like as he's headed back towards the tree line, um, once he reached his destination, he took notice of an overwhelmingly powerful swampy smell. Uh, the man said that at first it smelled so bad that he thought he was smelling a broken septic line. That's a strong smell. I mean, I know you don't know, but, I, it, it's, uh, from what I heard, that sets pretty strong. It's pretty pungent. Like, yeah, it gets up in your nose, like gets stuck in your nose hair, and that's all you smell for a while. Uh huh. Um, so he pulled his shirt up over his nose to kind of mask the smell, and kind of keeps going. By the time the sun had fully set, the witness was preparing to return to the farm when he took notice of a large shape stepping out from within the tree line. Instantly overcome by fear, the man took off running back towards the uh, back towards the barn only to see the large unknown figure running behind him because you're running away from a predator. And as soon as you run near one, you become food. Yeah. You don't run. You just stay calm, you know, and just back away. They tell you, that they, you tell you the same thing with mountain lions and shit where they're kind of uh, like, what are you? What the hell is this thing? Nah, no, with, with those, they, they will fucking hunt you. That's what I'm saying. But if, if you catch it, if you see it before it sees you, and it's kind of like, what the hell is that? I don't know what that is. And if you just stay calm and kind of back away from it, you're good. As soon as you turn and run, they're like, oh, food runs. And they, you know, bears do the same thing. Wolves. Yeah. It's, it's a predator instinct. Yeah. Once you take off, you become, you become dinner. Um, so obviously this guy feels like he's probably going to end up dead here. So as he's running towards the barn, uh, he could hear the unknown thing grunting and breathing behind him. Suddenly the creature turned to the, uh, turned to the side and ran off in a different direction. The man, not knowing uh, where the creature had gone, continued running towards the barn, even though his legs and lungs were about to give out on him. Uh, with the speed slowing down, he pushed himself forward. As soon as he reached the property line, his spirits began to rise that, you know, knowing that he was now safe. Uh, or at least he thought. Yeah. With, <laughs> with only a few yards to go before reaching the barn, the man took notice of the creature running out in front of him from behind a tractor on the property. That's a different one. Maybe. Or it's just <laughs> mad fucking fast. The creature had somehow managed to beat the man to the barn. He began to yell uh, and the other workers kind of come out to see what's going on and they see you know they come out and they see him just fucking tip over in the field um so they start running out towards him 
And while they're running towards him, this thing's like shit and just takes off the other way. So they don't even see it. Um, it's because they see their buddy fall over like a fainting goat. And they're like, oh shit, what's up? And it's like, ah, fuck <laughs> it. There's too many of them now. And just, you know, yeah, off. Yeah. So that's the Dewey Lake monster. <laughs> Might be the first time we both covered a lake monster and neither one of them are technically lake monsters. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Huh. Yeah. Kind of weird, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Because Michigan, you know, we, I don't know. We kind of were like, eh. You weird ass mitten. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> you know, I, we're, I mean, I, I at least was like, eh, you know, I don't know. I don't know you seem like a decent enough state to check out at some point. Yeah. But, you know. I'd probably check it out. I don't know if there's anything I would go to Michi- uh, Michigan specifically for, but, like, if I was going somewhere, I'd probably stop there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, you'd have to stop there because the next one's Iowa, and there's literally nothing to do there. So, what's the point? Not much. Good hunting. Other than that, though. My brother, Corn. My brother-in-law's from Iowa. Slipknot. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, but it's just good hunting, I guess. That's all I know. Well, prob- well probably, goddammit, there's all that corn, like, the, the deer feed on, and yeah. they get huge. It's true. And corn-fed deer is the best-tasted deer. Yeah, but they don't, you know, necessarily only do. No, but they eat a lot of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, with that being said, I think that's Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if uh, if you're in a mood for a pair of wait, headphones. Wait, wait. Do we want to do that or do you want to? I think we should do the other no, thing no, first. No, let's, let's let's do that after. Let's just get, get well, our a stuff lot of, a lot of people do cut out once they start hearing the promos and shit towards the end. You, do you know that for a fact? Uh, no, but I do when I'm listening to other shows. Well, all right, fine. Let's, <laughs> like uh, once they start reading their ads at the end, I'm like, ah, skip, 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 skip. So before we get skipped on, um, we had one of you... Glorious sons of bitches, Lakota Tucker, my man, he sent us a bunch of stuff. Okay, he sent us a letter, which we're gonna read here in just a second. Okay, but more importantly, he sent me jam. He sent you jam, and he also sent a, a dog toy, a, a tug rope for your dog. That my dogs, as soon as I open the box, were like, "Oh, a rope, cool." That's real cool. I'm going to take that. So I will apologize. We had to replace the rope that you sent <laughs> um, because my dogs are assholes. But he also sent us. Thank you for the. My dog will enjoy. He sent yeah. us our Flavor Town Battle Banner for the fucking studio. Oh, I am nice. super excited. Look at this, dude. Oh my god. We're, we are in Flavor Town. <sighs> I would love to become an ambassador of Flavor Town. Hey. Because, I mean, I would lo- I would love to meet Guy Fieri. He seems like a, just a cool shit, you know? Yeah. We just watched a show that he did on uh, Discovery Plus. Oh, yeah? Uh, called, uh, I think it was, like, Guy's Dream Come True or some shit like that. Where he's opened up a, like, a fast food chicken chain. Kind of like KFC, but it actually looks ridiculously good. Yeah. And he had, uh, it was like six or seven. Maybe, it might have started off as seven. Um, people come on that are, like restaurant owners, entrepreneurs, stuff like that, where he's doing, uh, you know, he, he wants to start opening up chains all over the place. So basically if you went in and you did the training and you proved to him that you wanted it more than everybody else, he was going to put a chain in your city and you are the franchise owner of it. So super fucking cool. (laughs) Good show. 
And honestly, the guy that wins it, I honestly think, is the one that deserved it the most. I'm not going to say anything else. Get Discovery Plus and watch it because it's good. Yeah. So well, anyway, thank you, Lakota, for for the jam, or thank your mom, whatever. Uh, and I will, and I'll take a picture with uh, Runo with the tug toy. He's gonna eat the shit out of that jam. I am. You almost didn't get it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Ah, uh, this <laughs> looks so good. Um, I am a strawberry jam connoisseur. Like you can put that stuff on crackers and it's good. Like, oh, I know. You don't have to. It doesn't have to be just just you know toast and shit. No. Um, he also sent not so much for Kevin because you know. Whatever. Um, he sent my wife and I some baby clothes, which are awesome. Oh, uh, that's sweet. Kind of ironically, a lot of it is, uh, <laughs> is shark-related. Nice. <laughs> hey, Shark Week is the best week. I didn't even tell him that you were talking about a shark either. Oh, that's crazy. He's just like, hey, man, I need your address. I want to send you guys some stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. And we get shark stuff on the same week that we talk about a shark on the show. Um, on the same week yeah. that we're going to talk about more sharks on our Patreon episode. <laughs> um, but anyway, he also sent us a letter. Okay. You want to read it or you want me to read it? I'll read it. Okay, go ahead. Read it up. Uh, dear dickheads. I mean, dear TWP. <laughs> He's not wrong either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wanted to write this to say thank you for the amazing podcast you guys do. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. I know. Because all of us know that that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> you guys... Uh, actually, the reason I decided to start working on my own podcast. Goddamn right. And when I get everything ready, I would like, I would, I'm not would like, I would love for you to check it out. Well, Fuck fucking yeah. right. Dude, once you get everything up and running, you let us know and we will, uh, uh yeah, we'll promote the shit out of you. Uh, again, you will get tens of listeners from us. Believe me. Would, yes. Tens. Maybe, maybe, you know, a handful. I'm going to say anywhere between 10 and 60. You might get... 10 to 60 free downloads a week because, yeah, you know, that's about what we get. So, uh, so again, thank you for all the amazing work you do. You guys um, have gotten me through plenty of third shift overnight, uh, sh- third shift work nights, laughing most of the way. So, wow. Mostly because Kevin Heyer can't read <laughs> is, what that, is what I think is implied. There. Yeah. So in this care package, I have sent the flag. A newborn size outfit for the soon-to-arrive young Mr. Carlton. Yes, sir. A rope for Mr. Kevin Heyer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, the rope's for you. Uh, yeah, oh. I guess. And Miss Runa. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's mostly for Runa. One on each end and just tug with he her? Said, he said Luna, but I, I know he meant Runa. All good. That's All okay. Good. I, you know, whatever. In a jar of my mother's homemade strawberry jam. Fucking right! At least he didn't call her what I usually hear hear you calling her over the headset on the Xbox. You fucking asshole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, is that your dog's registered name or just your nickname? It's going to be your registered name. Dickhead, stop it. I can't, actually, she can't be registered, so, you know. Why? Because she's a sex offender. Or, no, she, no she's supposed to be registered at that point. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. She just, she's, she's purebred, but she can't be. I don't know. They she's, didn't... The one fucking German that doesn't ask for papers? I know. Oh, that was good. Oh, <laughs> no shit. Pa- no papers. Peppers? No peppers either. Uh, it wasn't... Uh, continue on here. I wasn't sure if any, uh, if anyone was allergic or not, but hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Anyway, once again... Oh, actually, it's, it's for both of us. Oh. All yours, man. No, I'll share. I'll share. I, I have so much homemade jam here that I don't know what to do with it. Listen, asshole. He sent it to us. You will sh- Okay, well, bring over some crackers the next time we come over to record and we'll eat it. Okay. Okay. Jesus, uh, get all offended. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
Once again, thank you guys for, and that's what he said. Anyway, that's fine. Once again, thank you guys for the work you do, and I look forward working quotes. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I look forward to many more episodes. Hoping you're all well. Jesus, this is like how many? How often do people actually like that? Shit's handwritten too. Like that's not typed or anything. That's I know. I pre I re- we really appreciate that man. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. When I showed and you know. And I'm gonna tell you, I think he's a lefty. Why is that? Let me see. Let me just, see. Just because of the handwriting. Let me see. Because of the O's, I think he's a I think he's a lefty. I don't know. Um. So he definitely if if he was a lefty and used a gel pen, you can tell, because there would have been smears all over it. I know this from experience as a lefty. Um, I don't know, man. He might be right-handed. No, I'm going to blame this on you guys. Um, (laughs) uh, But uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, when I first opened this the other day when it came in, just I was like, what the fuck's going on here? We got a box. Um, The first thing right on top were the baby clothes, and I showed my wife, Shelby, and she immediately started crying. So I appreciate that. Yeah, me too. But it was more like, oh, my God, they're so cute. And I'm like, I know, dude. It's... Our listeners are fucking great. I didn't. I didn't know that you know he even you even said anything. I, I know. Well, I knew and, about the flag cause and I and because I told you about the flag. You did, but I didn't know that it had come. And then you know, then then dickhead here is like, hey, guess what? I opened up a thing because I wanted like, your reaction live on air. But you, you should open it when I was you know, you know, you know, with me. No. All okay. Right. All right. Fine. <laughs> so I was just you know. I mean, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm very very excited about this flag. Yeah, I don't know where we're gonna put it yet, but if we ever do a live show, I'm wearing this thing out on stage like a fucking cape. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Make zip ties and shit to like loop it all together, uh-huh. and I'll just really white trash it. But yeah, and I'll just have a sign that says "I can't read." <laughs> we can have you. We can have a shirt made up. <laughs> I, I know a guy. That makes I, shirts. I can't read. That guy's I'm my wife. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Mine will just be pointing back. This dickhead don't read good. <laughs> that'd be funny though like this dickhead don't read good he that dickhead's right yeah exactly (laughs) so um yeah let's get to some uh yeah so uh yeah if uh you're in the mood for a pair of headphones earbuds a bluetooth speaker look no further than studio.com they got it all and what you find whatever you find put in your basket and then go to checkout put the promo code of dark windows 15 in the little like coupon section area to get 15% off your entire purchase. Uh, you can bundle things if you want because they have different bundles like the speaker and uh, headset or speaker and uh, earbuds. But, you know, I'm pretty sure you'll find whatever you want. And Get the E2s. They're ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I use them one like one at a time because how I work, I have to have a free ear so I can interact with people that I work with and answer phones and stuff. Um, so I, I pop one in when I leave my house at like six 30 in the morning and it's running pretty much damn near nonstop throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from about six 30 to one 30 ish today or yesterday, I'm sorry, was one earbud. So I put it back in the case and I switched to the other one and it was good until I got home. The life on them is ridiculous. Um, and they're actually way more comfortable than I expected because they're kind of more like that, um, almost like the AirPod style where they come down out of your ear. Yeah. But they're super comfortable. 
Yeah, that's what super the, comfortable. That's what the Ets are. Yeah, the Ets are like that too. So yeah, go get some go get some earbuds. Or, yeah, you know, and also get that goddamn uh, uh, wireless charger. Yeah, that that actually came as a uh, a fifty dollar bonus. That's with, pretty cool with the uh, the E twos, um, and that you can charge your headphone case on. You can throw your phone on there and charge it. Like it's it's pretty solid. Yeah, if your phone will charge like that, it sure will. Um, but my phone's cool enough that I can charge your phone with my phone. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, uh, there's that. And also, uh, you can find us on Facebook. We're Dark Widows Podcast. We're only one on there. Yep. Uh, you'll find me on there. I'm Kevin Heyer, and this dipshit's Kev Carlton. Yep. Because uh, Kevin Carlton got taken. Yeah, he's dead. Um, I took his place. Yes. I transferred all my credit to him and shot him. <laughs> uh, and then I realized I did it wrong, and I, I kept the debt and transferred him all the credit. Damn. I'm yeah. So, I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm stupid, though. It's all good. It's okay. Happens. Also, you can find us on Instagram and yep. Twitter at DarkWindowsPod. Yep. Uh, it's most likely just pretty much just a transfer over from uh, Instagram to Twitter. Yeah, yeah, because Twitter's ridiculous, yeah. and I don't like it. Uh, I'm on the instagram i am speedy 802 s p e e d i e 802 yep uh like I, I say every time you'll find mostly pictures of little miss runa my pain in the ass dog she is looks cute but she's a little shit fucking nightmare yes um, i can't get on the, i i'm gonna t- before go on to kevin's all good anytime i'm on my goddamn phone my Damn dog attacks me. Mine too. Uh, my golden retriever, if I have anything in my hands that's not her face, she doesn't like it. So uh, phone, a book, uh, trying to type on a laptop, uh, Xbox controller, anything like that. She will come over and grab my arm with her paw and pull it. The other night I had my phone. I was just sitting there farting around and she came over and literally slapped it out of my hand. I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? She's looking at me all derpy and shit. I'm like... Yes, yeah. but your dog doesn't attack you, phys- like, bite you. Because you're in a toxic relationship with your dog. <laughs> That's possible. But she loves me. Uh, she loves me. Uh, ne- the so. next time you come here with giant oversized sunglasses on, I'm going to call the police. <laughs> Actually, if I call the- I'll call the police because if I call the ATF, they'll shoot your dog. The police will just arrest her and use her for, she's probably not good enough to be a drug dog. She's probably kind of dumb. Nah, too too late to train her, I think. Nah, she's not dumb. She might be. No. She's an asshole, though. She's just an asshole. My dogs are assholes, too, so yeah. I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, and you can find uh, Kevin on, uh, Instagram. on Instagram. Kevin sucks at stuff, and there's underscores in between all of those, and literally the last thing I posted on there uh-huh. was my uh, my Razor Ramon tribute after Scott Hall died, <laughs> because I'm a nerd and I like old wrestling. What's um, wrong with that? Also, since we I forgot to fucking plug it last time, Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Dark Windows Podcast. Five bucks a month gets you access to our, I'm not going to say extensive backlog because we've got 14 episodes up there, but five bucks a month will get you access to those and the new episode that comes out every week. And also, if you would like to have us put, say, some of our older episodes um, onto there, we can do that. Oh, you know. no, I think I think if we're going to do anything with the old episodes, we do like a rewind and we re-record our old episodes with our old research. Now that we're a little bit further along than yeah. where we were before, like when we were, and this is what this is, <laughs> the first like 15 episodes. And now we're just like dickheads yelling at each other. We are. Wow. Because we were trying to be all like 
professional and and like because we were recording in your parents' basement, so we're trying to be kind of quiet. And now we're in my house and we're just like fucking screaming because we're stupid and it's fun. Yeah, but we're yeah. still kind of sort of professional. Not really, though. I listen. I said kind of sort of. Yeah, I mean, and it's more of the uh, of you know, I don't know. I harass those frost guineas too much to be a professional. <laughs> Which is what I'm referring to French Canadians as from now on. <laughs> because that's like my favorite racial slur is Guinea. <laughs> and it's Canada, so it's probably cold. But how do you know? No, they're frost frogs. That doesn't even make sense. Frogs are cold blood. Frogs will die up there. Well, whatever. I said frost frogs because they're French Canadian. I just, I don't like it. Okay, fine. If anybody can come up with a better racial slur for French Canadians... Then snow guineas, let me know. <laughs> and you know what? I, I'm willing to change. Some will say, can't do that. I don't care. I'm, so, I'm no, probably a little Italian, so I'm going to say it. Oh, I don't he, give a fuck. He's not just a little. He's you a know, lot. We can pick on the fucking Irish. We're going to pick on the British because we both have English blood in us and it's also sure. really fun to get like the three English listeners we have riled up. <laughs> Because we're like, oh, we're going to come over there and kick your asses and take it back. And we're uh, like, bitch, you won't it? make it out of the water. <laughs> yeah. Like, even, if, like, did you not learn from the Japanese, like, a mm. rifle behind every blade of grass and you have to hit the northeast? Uh-huh. We will fuck your faces. Yeah. Your gross teeth and all. We don't give you, a fuck. You won't. You won't. <laughs> no. No. Just because we're New England? No. Yeah. No. no, no, no. Send your lizard queen and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> She's just fucking hatching them out. Yeah. Just shooting Royal Marines out of her ass and eggs or something. Yeah. That's how they transport them. She's like Godzilla. Oh. She just shits out platoons of guys. No, that's not. It wouldn't be Godzilla, though. It'd be uh, like Mothra or something like that. Mothra's a moth. Okay. Godzilla's a lizard. I know. And so is the queen. Good night. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Oh, anyway. Yeah. Just because, you know, (laughs) that dickhead can't do something, you know, Uh, and things Just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Good night. All hail, Lizard Queen. Fuck you, England. (laughs) 